Yo, 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 man, ladies and gentlemen, you already know, man, boys and girls, children of ages 18 and up, because there's a lot of profanity in this podcast, um, it's your boy, young do or die, do half a due time, or due diligence, you do success, but y'all should probably know that by now, man, and y'all already know what I'm gonna say next, because I gotta introduce the nigga I'm in the building with, my homie, my guy, my brother from a whole nother mother, let him know what it is, bro, Zay. It's your boy, Rari. A.K.A. Don't play me. Play Atari. And if I fucked your baby mother in Florida, then I'm not sorry. Like, I went there for vacation. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? She might have been twerking on me. (laughs) And I just had to. Like, you shouldn't have let her go down there alone. Molly and her drink. She ain't even know it. <laughs> nah, just kidding. I don't. I don't. <laughs> I don't In case Shorty is listening. <laughs> oh, no! That's not what it's about. I'm just apologizing. <laughs> hey, while we talk about Florida, free Kodak. <laughs> yeah, free. Free Bodak. Awesome shit, because I know every other time he might have did some real shit. But this time they got him on some bullshit charges. So really, free Kodak. Like, they going on some bullshit on his live, man. Free my nigga Kodak, bro. Uh, and also, shout-outs to um, Chris Brown for putting 10 bands on his books. Yo, like, I don't know what you can that's fine. do with 10 bands. A lot. In the commissary. A lot. Like, that might be... Too much. Look, not a lot of niggas is getting ten bands in the comps. <laughs> Yo, I wouldn't. I would never put ten bands in. I don't care if I'm a billionaire and my mm. brother's in jail. God I'm damn. not putting ten. I was just about bands. to say if I had ten bands to put on my brother's books. <laughs> nah, you tripping, bro? That's like no. You know what I'm saying? Five, I'm good with that, bro. Here's the fuck. But shit. ten, like, nigga, you. What is he buying a whippy? <laughs> like, he's about to whip around the jail, like. Nah, nigga, five bands. Yo, I'm about to be in a cell block D in a little bit. <laughs> like, you know what I'm saying? If he owed niggas bread, I might <laughs> put 10K on his commissary, but like, nah. Over five is, is too is too much. Alright, but here's the thing, though. Because this might be fucked up. But this is how I know I'm a New York nigga. Because no matter what, and I'm not even into fashion. Like, I'm not someone who is... A big fashion nigga. But I can't help but just look at someone's outfit when I see them. Like, I don't know if it's a human nature thing or I feel like it's such a New York Bronx thing. Like, you're just going to look at someone's outfit. Even if you're not even going to shit on them or give them praise, you're going to look at their outfit. Regardless. I went to visit my brother, bro. There were some fresh prisoners. (laughs) <laughs> some niggas <laughs> on polos, some niggas had on regular, <laughs> regular polo shirts, but some niggas had the polo polo with the Ralph Lauren shit and all that. Yeah, some niggas know. had ACGs, some niggas had off brands. <laughs> I was talking to my bro today, yo, free ace, and he was like, yo, like, bro, I'm dead be fresh in here, my nigga. I got wild polo. <laughs> I got, I, there's these, um, he was telling me about these pants that you could only have blue. Or, or orange, I think. Mm-hmm. And he got the bluish green. 
And he says, not a lot of niggas got that. <laughs> so niggas be That's like, how you stand out. <laughs> niggas be like, yo, where you get those? He be like, you know what I mean? I can't really tell you. So it'd be funny. Like, so in there, there's a whole culture. You know what I'm saying? Like, they, yeah. like he was telling me, like, they go through their own little bullshit. And it's just like, in my opinion, how he describes it to me is like high school. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, a high school. What is a high schooler going to do with 10K? Nigga. I'll tell you what me as a high schooler would have done with 10K. Fuck a whole lot of bitches. <laughs> That's what. <laughs> 10K. Give you 10K in high school, my nigga. I wouldn't fuck any bitches. Bro, it would just be like man. You'll fuck McDonald's. bitches by accident. Because you're going to take bitches to McDonald's. Or they're going to see you buying the McDonald's every day. I'm like, damn, that's the nigga who always got McDonald's. Like, bro, let me um, holla at this nigga. Oh, <laughs> like, God. They be hungry bitches in the Bronx, bro. I didn't fuck any bitches in high school. I didn't fuck any bitches in time. I used to be like, <laughs> I'm that. a virgin. And they would, like, give me top. Now, you said that last episode. Yeah. And I, I respect that. And that's real, but I'm just saying, like, and I'm just talking, if that fucking bitches was in your thing, but, nigga, you had a lot of, you was into clothes big time. You yes, would have had yes, the biggies, yes. you would have had the oh, pearls, yes. you would have had, you would have had everything, and with that would have came I to bitches. Fly, but I would have been crazy flyer. With that would have came to bitches, hands down, would have came to some problems too, maybe. But then you could have bought yourself a gun, maybe a hitman with 10 I was wearing vape in high school, by the way. That's fire. Yeah. And that's extra fire because I remember at some point niggas was looking at Bape funny. Yeah. But it's because they, like, Bape was like, it was different. You know what I'm saying? Bape came out right when the baggy era was ending. This is, this is a fact. Niggas my don't first even know. day, this is my first day of high school in the Bronx. I wore Bape sneakers. And Pele. niggas like that, you like, what are those, right? Yeah. I wore. Pele Pele, um, um, I wore Pele Pele jeans and, uh, um, a Nets jersey. I th- it was Kenyon Martin. That's fire. Yeah. That's, you know what's crazy? It, I lived in Colorado when Bape first came out. That was that one year I lived in Colorado randomly. And it wasn't like when Bape first came out, but when niggas were starting to buy it type shit. Yeah. And, um, he also started dropping the ice cream cones. Mm-hmm. The shoes. Yeah. Now I look back at it, yo. I should have bought some of them shits. It'll be wild fly to pull yeah. out a pair of ice cream cones. Niggas will lose their minds. Like, them, yo. You know what's crazy? <laughs> if you wear them now, niggas will be like, yo, they had them shits in AJ Wright, my nigga. That's AJ crazy. Wright is under like TJ Maxx yeah, 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 like, and Marshall. Marshall, like, yes. That's their strength. Yeah, like. <laughs> you can barely find me. Yeah, yeah, like. <laughs> And them shits was in there on the racks, chilling. I remember this nigga Victor Cruz got tight because he found his sneakers and Marshalls. Oh, I think foul. that's when you know you' about to get cut. <laughs> Yo, is Victor Cruz still a football player? I think he got cut from the Giants. I don't know if he's still on another team. And when we was in the bar, I saw the Buccaneers just um signed uh, John Paul Pierre or John Pierre Paul, whatever his name is, the nigga with the one hand from the yeah. Giants. So I think the Giants is at officially rebuilding stage. Next is getting a new QB that Eli can basically hand the reins to. Because at this point, they done. And I'm not I'm not a huge football fan. I'm a Patriots fan. First ever football game I saw was the 2003 Super Bowl, Patriots versus the Rams. Became a Tom Brady fan ever since. Bro. Same. I know the Giants, quote-unquote, got our number. I wish Tom Brady can go back and play them again just so they could win. Because I think 
the shit that they talk like, oh, we better than the Patriots, my nigga. But y'all never been back to the playoffs since. And when y'all finally went back, y'all got swept. Like, <laughs> y'all got y'all ass handed to y'all. Twice or once or whatever. So, nigga, like, I think at this point, if we play again, we will kill them. But, you know what I mean? It is what it is. We will never get the chance. And it's because their team never, yeah, is so rebuild. bad, they have to rebuild. They they just they they had real talk. Their under underdog story is real because they was not supposed to even win any of those playoff games those years that they won the Super Bowl. Them niggas That's is true underdogs. I respect that. Eli is really a clutch factor. You gotta give yeah, Eli he the, had clutch the clutch factor. Genes. When you when it comes, it's some niggas that you no matter you know like some nigga who's whack at ball, but even when you put them in situations where they gotta win. They can do it. Or not even whack, but just not that good. Let's not even say whack. Like, a, I would say, like, D-Wade in 2006. Because D-Wade wasn't whack. But D-Wade wasn't better than LeBron. Mm. D-Wade won the fucking finals. Yo, his, he's going to go down in history in the playoffs. And I swear they could turn that he was fucking... chucking them. Bro. But he it was... like 30s. 135. But, but the spirit was crazy. It wasn't even chucking, though, because... But he shot 33%. All right, but he was driving. He was going yeah. in. The thing was, I swear, if he didn't go so hard to win that ring, he probably had four more years on his career. I think that's the respect that he gets from that finals because you see the way... D-Wade was never a shooter. That's why I call Donovan Mitchell baby D-Wade because Donovan Mitchell kind of has a shot, but he's more of a take-it-to-the-basket type nigga, too. And the way that they go at it, take the contact, fall to the floor, could always get the foul, could hit the end ones on a very consistent rate. I think that's dope. D-Wade had a midi, though. Like D-Wade had a nice midi. He had, like, a nice fadeaway game. He had, like... And the midi game is kind of dead in this generation. Facts. But, like, at that time, it helped him because that's what was where it was at, like, in the lane and mid, mid-game range. Bro, interesting fact. The Rockets... Only attempt threes. Seven mid-range shots per game. I believe it. When I saw that, I was like, yo, what in the fuck? That's crazy you say that because they was talking about why LeBron loses to the Warriors and loses to a lot of these teams these days. and It's because the change in pace of the game in terms of how many threes are shot. Yeah. LeBron, his game... In the days where three-pointers wasn't the prevalent shot, he was so effective Man. because he was, like, if he's get, if he scores two, the most your team is really going to score is two unless they just so happen to hit a three. Yeah. Now it's like, niggas is going to score a three yeah, and just so happen to my hit a two. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So that it's different. True. That's why it's like, no matter... That's why teams like the Warriors can beat LeBron because they're elite. But then they could hit these threes, and team, and they even talked about the year um, Miami lost to the Spurs. They were attempting twelve three pointers per game. You know what I'm saying, like, or or no, not twelve, but thirty three pointers per game, some shit like that, and hitting twelve. So it's like at least twelve. So it's like the times LeBron really loses is when he's going against three three point point teams. Think about when he played the Mavericks, who they had. That was for one. That was a three-point shooting team off of it. You got Jason Facts, Terry who Jason was hitting threes. Jason Kidd had his best three-point shooting Kidd. career, and then you had Dirk Nowitzki who was just unguardable, unguardable. 
Hands down, you can't guard him when he's hot. And he was hot all playoffs. I remember the game before, the series before that, he hit 24 free throws in a row. My nigga, he was unguardable. You can't guard his turnaround shot. He, he's made the, um, okay, the most are. consecutive free throws yeah. in NBA history. Hands down. I think before him, is, after him is Paul Piss. And, yeah. and I think Paul Piss hit 22 or some shit like that. 20, some crazy number like yeah, that. He was wild. And that, and that takes focus. I respect that. That's why it's like, bro, like, if you think about it, LeBron loses to three-point shooting teams. Even when he loses to, to teams now, when the Cavs lose, they're losing because the game has changed. It's all threes. And the loss, the win against the Raptors yesterday, Raptors ain't really a three-point shooting team, but they can be. But I think the Raptors is just scared of LeBron at this point. Yeah. They, LeBron just got them niggas shook. Bro, LeBron is that niggas gave out. the nigga a pound while he was shooting, like, like important free throws. I'm like, yo, what the hell? Yo, I thought I was bugging, and then my brother was like, yo, why the hell did Van Vliet just give him a pound? I heard LeBron <laughs> called him back for another one. <laughs> he did. He was like, yo, come over here, man. Get some more love, man. Yo. That was crazy to me. This nigga is retarded. Bro, I don't... I respect it. When I, nah, when I play, I show respect to the other team, but I think you know me when I play, and I feel like I'm a completely different person on the court than yeah. I am in regular life. Like, I show different emotion, but it'd be crazy. Like, I'd be so into the game, bro. Like, it'd be wild. Like, I don't know what it is, and I feel like at that moment, I don't care who you are on the other team, you not my friend. Yeah. I'll dunk on my mom if she's in the paint. Yeah, I don't have I don't friends when I'm playing basketball. like At all. Like, Unless you're on my team. If you're on my team, yeah. nigga, you like my brother. Yeah. <laughs> I would treat a nigga like my bro that I just met. Just met. And Who's treat on the team? you like an op that, I'm, <laughs> like, oh, that I hated for mad years. A game like, of 11, nigga, in the park. Facts. No chip on the line. Nigga, one time I told... I told Bob SMD on some shit like I was that tight over ball, bro. Like I had never told one of my yeah, friends like yo SMD on some shit. But the thing is like we wasn't even playing against each other. Like we was on the same team and we lost and he was just like mad passive aggressive about it. Okay, okay. Like like and that I, gets you upset because it's yeah. like when it comes to this bullshit, you don't play to be Losing, I hate yeah. losing. I hate losing a basketball game. And he I feel was like just I like in every game. He was just like whatever. And I still remember exactly what happened too. That's how you know it really got to me. Mm-hmm. We was playing and Vaughn, you know Vaughn. Yes, yes. Vaughn was making mad threes, bro. And that's and not even his game. Ex- that's, and that's what, what I'm saying. But. Bob would not step up. He was just like... Yeah, if you leave him open, he'll hit him. He Exactly. He was just like... Ah, well. Like... And the nigga was swapping him like... I'm talking about, yo, Vaughn did not miss, bro. Like... Damn. He went straight to end the game with like... It was like five threes back to back, my nigga. Yo, if y'all know Vaughn, send him this. He spotted him back. Ha ha, yeah, I remember that shit. And the nigga ball was just mad, passive, aggressive. And I was just like, yo, suck my dick, nigga. Yeah, because at that point, my, I, you know what? Bye, you, my nigga. Shouts out to you. You already know. You're welcome to come back, Lord Jamal. You already know. But uh, we should do an episode in his new crib one day. We should definitely yeah. do that. But uh, what's it called? Um, yeah, I, I completely agree with you. 
Because if you're not going to play defense, I would have never played the game. Exactly. I hate playing with niggas that... If you tired, that's one thing. But you're not going to tell me you tired from the beginning of the game to the end of the game. And secondly, like, if you make an effort, you good. Like, if you make an effort, I fucks with it. If you're just not a good defender, that's one thing. But Bob can be a good defender. And Bob, I play with Bob and I know when he be like... I feel like sometimes he feels like when the game is already a done deal, he don't want to play no more. Yeah. And I hate that shit. That's what I'm I saying. I hate that like, shit. I felt like... I hate that, Bob. Stop doing that shit. I felt like at the beginning, like, he didn't like his team so much mm-hmm. that he was just like, yo, I'm going to lose so I could get picked up again. Yeah. And the thing is, like, like when you playing ball, every fat nigga knows this. You have to fight to get on the court, and you got to fight to stay on the court. Got you. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's a fat nigga law. Because you know, it don't matter how good you are, bro. If you're a fat, niggas is not going to want to pick you up. They're just going to assume, oh, you lazy, blah, blah. I've been through it, bro. Now, I like you on my team, though. Yeah. Like, and I'm not saying you're the best defender. Yeah. You're not. But you have plays yes. where you can get, like, a dope-ass <laughs> steal or a dope block. Like, you yeah, make effort. Like, That's why I know you make an effort. People, people, over, like, they just like, oh, this fat nigga not going to come over here and steal the ball. Yeah. And they look away and I steal it. And they're like, yeah. oh, shit. Yeah, you did that. You know what I'm saying? Like, niggas might go for a shot and be like, this fat nigga not going to try to block me. And you put and an I effort. punch that shit. Yeah, yeah like, you put an effort. You're not just letting niggas go by. <laughs> or you're not just, you'll foul a nigga before a nigga go up and just catch an easy lay. I respect that. I'm dead ass. Like, that's, that's cool with me. And then when you're hot, you hit your three. Yeah. And I'm never scared. I don't give a fuck even if you're not hitting them. I'm going to let you yeah, see. Because I know once you hit one, it's over, like it's gonna keep going. Yeah, yeah. you like Jr. in that sense. <laughs> they want some shit, like. But when you're on, you're on. Cause I've yeah. seen you before, so I, like I understand. I like playing with niggas and understanding how they play. And I play with Bob plenty of times. Yeah, and Bob is nice. Bob could be a great teammate, but yo, when he feels like the game is done, yeah, his effort level shoots down yeah, like, like so low. His shoulders is slumped. <laughs> he stopped rebound. But yo, when the game is on, or or even if it's like that, and then he catches a crossover or some shit hot, yeah. he gonna wake back up. That's And it's like, yo, come on, my nigga. Like, you have to bop a nigga exactly, <laughs> just like. to get back in the game. Like, come on, my nigga. So, yo, if you want to play ball, nigga, we can do that, nigga. Fuck that, nigga. If you some yeah, take on anybody. It's about to get nice out, too. So. Oh, it's been, it was nice today. Today was a ball playing day. Today, the thing is, snow is covering the court, though. That is true. Yeah. That's true. That's true. That's what but today would have been a ball playing day Yo, for sure, for sure. If you listen to XPSA, the Bronx needs more indoor courts. Word. Because you know what? We talk about this shit off air all the time. We need to talk about this shit on air. It makes no fucking sense that 95% of the youth in the Bronx plays basketball. There is a long-ass winter in New York, and it's so hard to find a fucking indoor court to play basketball. Like, if there were more indoor courts in the Bronx, I'd probably be way better at basketball. I'd probably be more focused on it. Because that was the one thing, yo. When I wanted to go out and practice, I had to throw on a hoodie, sweats, (laughs) mats, socks, and go in the park in the freezing cold, and I'm anemic, and shoot around. You know what I'm saying? Like... Why? Why is there no indoor courts? When I was a kid, y'all shut down the PAL. Like, I couldn't even go to the PAL and play ball. Where's the PAL at? No lie, I'm putting this on 
all the rappers from the Bronx. French, A Boogie, yep. Cardi B. Y'all niggas be giving away all this type of bread to all these stupid foundations. Yes. Give it to, to somebody the in the Bronx that can fucking do something. Yeah, like and build indoor courts, my nigga. Indoor oh, gyms. Man. Like that shit. Nigga, even in Antigua, they have indoor courts, my nigga. Where it's like it's not really indoor. It's like outside, but it's a dome. Yes, yes. Like even in Antigua, bro, and that shit is a third world country. Nigga. That's because they understand the importance of that shit. Yeah, like, and they probably have more sun than we have, than we have. That's true. The year. That's true. So it's like, come on, bro. And you're very right. That's such a good call out on these rappers because, in these celebrities, period. Not just rappers, celebrities. Anyone out the Bronx? There's a lot of people who come out the Bronx. Facts, facts. That I'd be facts, noticing facts. until afterwards. Ben Simmons, we claiming you. His pops is from the Bronx. That is a true. <laughs> His pops is from fucking like I think one seven zero or some shit. Kerry Washington is from the Bronx. Yo, anyone from the Bronx? Because, I think Denzel is from the Bronx. Bruh. Um, the nigga that made up Marvel Comics. It's from the Bronx. This shit, fucking Jesus and Marrow, son. Yes. Anybody. This shit goes out to anybody out the X. You know you from the X. We don't got to tell you. You know. You know where you from. Bruh, this goes back to the interview Tupac said. People be giving out money to all these charities. The the And no, no disrespect to charities. Y'all doing y'all good thing. But y'all get a hell of a lot of money, man. How many millions go to all these children foundations and all these, uh, all and these children in third world countries and they still down? But you got kids in your own backyards starving, not going Whoa. to school. Not not being able to to make it make it on the bus like yo is there as times I had to because I lost my student metro or or me being a kid you know what I mean whatever the case is somebody may steal my student metro me being in the Bronx there's times I had to hop the bus or train to get to school now I'm taking a risk you feel me fact why should a kid even have to have a fucking student pass to get on a train or the bus like that should not be like you a kid you gotta get to school. There's kids in Chicago. There's so many people come out of Chicago. Kids in Chicago talking about they got to go to school strapped. Like, why are there no metal detectors in school in Chicago? I went to school with metal detectors in the school in the Bronx. Yeah, like, what the hell? What the fuck? That's mad backwards. That don't make no sense. Every day I went to school, I felt like I was getting on a fucking plane, my nigga. Where niggas really had to go through TSA every day. If you had on Tim's, you, you had, had to, to take, take off. off. And my school wore uniforms, so we had on shoes. Every yeah. day we had to take off. I, bro, every day for three years, my nigga, because I didn't go to um, school in the Bronx freshman year. Every year for three years, every day for three years, I took off my shoes every day to get in the building. Damn, that's crazy. Every day. In the rain, in the snow. <laughs> Nigga, when the floor was muddy and yeah, mushy yeah, yeah. and shit, when the carpet was wet, nigga, I had to take off my shit. Feet off. Now, getting into Taft was low-key, like, getting on a plane, bro. Unless you was I on the basketball team. hold you. <laughs> <laughs> nah, basketball niggas used to come through the side doors, bro. Not even. They would give the fucking... <laughs> somebody give them their phones back when they get inside. Yeah, like, mad different shit. I ain't shit. even gonna snitch on nobody. You know what I'm saying? But y'all know who I y'all I haven't seen niggas throw shit from um, the outside onto the field and go in the building and go get it. What? Yeah. Like, niggas used to, like, 
wrap shit up in a bag, throw it onto the field, go through TSA, and then go get it from the field. What? Yeah, that was like a loophole. You'd be so <laughs> tight and fucking pick your shit up before you get there. <laughs> like, oh, we gotta man. shut down the doors real quick. Times they did that, you'd be sick. Yeah, bro. Oh man, but yo, this episode I can tell it's gonna be a good episode because we've been just vibing, chopping it up so far. But facts, we got we gotta get into the shit that's been going on lately, man. Like, oh, I got one, bro. You go ahead, man. Um, so I will. Have you seen Lil Dicky and Chris Brown Freaky Friday video? Yes. What do you think about it? It's a cool video to watch. It made me feel good to watch. It was funny. It was it was it was a concept that was. Cool, and I think the way people talk about the whole nigga thing, the world's so sensitive. Yo, that's what I was gonna get into. <coughs> this boy Rob, man, that shit. Is his views. So, what he said, I didn't see Rob's takes. He that. shared a fucking. He shared a post, and sh- he was like, "Oh, hit the nail on the head." So I go <laughs> what? So I go to the post to see what they're talking about. This bitch is overanalyzing the fuck out of the video. And I'm like, yo, why am I not surprised Rob likes this shit? Like, she's talking about, oh, how Lil Dicky said, nigga, they had the, the, um, the fucking, what did she say? The most, I don't, damn. She was basically saying, like, the most stereotypical, stereotypical Asian dude you could find. She was like, oh, there was only two black girls in the video. I didn't even notice any bitches in the video. Like, the only girl I noticed was his daughter. I didn't notice any of the other bitches. Like, when he was in the bed and he woke up, I didn't notice the bitches. Like, I was paying attention to Chris Brown and what he was saying. Like, how happy he was, how jubilant. Like, this bitch is paying attention to the bitches that's in the bed. Like, nigga, who cares? They're fucking thoughts. Like, what do you want him to have mad dark skin thoughts? Then you're like, oh, why, why the thoughts had to be dark skin? Like, I'm trying to tell our little girls that yeah. they can just be in beds with rappers. Yeah, like, listen. Then they was like, oh, they don't like like the stereotypes. Like, oh, like black people having big beefs. We could say nigga. I'm just like, yo, what? That's what made the video the video, it's dude. It's a stereotypical. Like, it, it's a, it wouldn't be funny exactly. if he didn't add stereotypical. Oh, my God. Duh. It's not, you can write some shit and not really feel that way. Exactly. Like, I'm pretty sure when Neo wrote Irreplaceable for Beyonce... He didn't feel that way about a man. And he was <laughs> telling a man to pack up his shit and get out of the house. He wrote a song in a female's perspective. Exactly. So you can be a white man and not feel this way, but write shit from a stereotypical point of view of a white man's perspective. And you know what's funny about this? The world is so fucking backwards sensitive and it's always been this way the only thing is now people got cameras and have access to millions of people from the act from the comfort of their own homes that's the only difference because the world's always been like this but the shit is if this was a black rapper who did the reverse and the singer was some jewish person and he said oh i can say jew now and i can make nazi jokes 
Where Hitler jokes got that, yo, Jews, don't kill us, cause this that's the type of niggas that will fuck up this whole podcast <laughs> with zero viewerships. The niggas just nah. dead us. But what I'm trying to say is like, if this was in reverse, it wouldn't be a big deal. It's because he's white. That's really what it is. It's exactly. because he's white. At the end of the day, I just saw it as a joke. Like, and you know what? When he did that, in my mind, I, cause I know how niggas is, I knew it was gonna be a problem the first time I heard it. But I wasn't offended. Me neither. I could be in a room with a white person saying nigga, and I won't be offended. Cause what is that word to me? I'm not a nigga. Exactly. Like, I'm not a nigga. You're not a nigga, dude. Now, if he comes up to me and says, "You fucking nigger." That's different. That's now you're trying to disrespect me intentionally. Yeah. You're trying to get me. You're doing that to belittle me now. Now that's different. Yes. But if he says, yo, what's good, my nigga? Yo, bro. Why? Yo. <laughs> nigga. Don't say nigga. What a Hulk out. Now, don't get me wrong. There was one time, like, for instance, I was in a parking lot one time. And I was talking to this white dude. He seemed cool. And I was with my mans. And he said, yeah, man, but yeah, we about to go in here. All my niggas is in here and shit. And it just got a lot weird because I ain't know him. But it felt weird. But I ain't telling him, like, nothing. But I just, like, I, I don't really want to talk to you no more, bro. I was like, I bet that's what's up, man. Yo, have a good night, my nigga. We'll see you in there. <laughs> that's it. <laughs> Kept it pushing. But I don't really want to talk to you no more because I don't know you like that. I got to see who you is. Now, yeah. when we got in there, it was nothing but black people in there he was chilling with. He probably grew up around black people his whole life. Harrison, um, in that part of New Jersey, was like Nork Harrison. He probably from Nork. There's white niggas from Nork. There's white niggas from Chicago. There's white niggas from the Bronx. It's very seldom, but you'll find a white nigga who grows up in the Bronx, who grow up around black niggas. They probably send nigga all the time, and then when they become rappers, they might not act like they do, but they probably been saying that shit their whole life. Now, a question that I have for Rob. Would he rather a white person that grew up in the hood around black people and they gave him the nigga pass and he calls him a nigga, would he prefer that or would he prefer a black dude who grew up in the suburbs, went to white schools his whole life, doesn't have any black friends, and he's like, you know... Like, he discriminates against his own kind. But he's not going to tell you. But he calls you a nigga when he sees you. Like, yo, what's good, my nigga? I don't know why, but I feel like a Rob answer. And I'm not going to speak for him. But I feel like he would say neither. But if he had to pick one, he would choose a black person. Exactly. And that's not right. I feel like that would be his answer. Would you... You would agree? Yes. I think that's exactly what he would say. To me, like... Nigga, I don't know you like that, Rob. Your answer could be completely different. Nigga is a cultural word. Yeah. So, if you're in the culture, you can say nigga. But what makes you in the culture? Because from the person you described, that person really isn't in the culture. Which from one? The one in the suburbs. I mean, you, unless yeah, you're listening to hip-hop his whole yeah, life, you yeah. ain't tell me what... You can listen to hip-hop. That's why I say some white niggas, yo, if you listen to hip-hop your whole life, you probably be saying nigga in your mind all the time. Exactly. So, the white dude that grew up in the Bronx, the white dude that grew up in the Bronx has mad black friends. He calls them nigga, and they cool with it. Like, there's a lot of people, like, in the Bronx that niggas call, like, whitey. 
Yeah, and sometimes they just be wild Puerto Rican. Yeah. And they just look <laughs> white. Exactly, or like albino or something. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, like, if those people call you a nigga, you're not going to bug out like, yo. Yeah, plenty. I, I completely get that. And there's even times where I went up to college and white niggas that didn't grow up in the Bronx, but I, I could tell they were part of the culture, like, I ain't really feel offended when they said it. Yeah. Like, there was times where someone else would say it, and I don't feel offended. But this, and even at that, it wasn't like they were saying it to me. So I, and I know I'm not a nigger. Like, I'm not a nigger. I'm not a nigger. If anything, like, I'm African, and we all African. Like, so if you want to look at it like you a nigger, that's just your mentality. If you're going to take offense to it every time, you just want to fight all the time. And I feel like that'd be the problem half the time. Like, what... Alright, so what did you get from analyzing this little dicky video? What I got from the video No, I'm was, talking about this female who went all deep in and went extra, extra in. Oh, I'm going to ask you that too. But what did she get though? Now, what's the solution? Did she offer any solutions? Did she no. offer up to... Alright, how are we going to stop people from doing... She like, what, what's the, the point? and said it was trash. Okay, so now what? Now what? She gets views, clicks. And that's the point I'm making. Like, you're not accomplishing shit. There's never any solution involved when people do this shit. It's just li- like, all right, you're giving a point of view, and you're, and the only thing you did is you took more time to analyze every detail about it. I could give the same point of view, and people on the street give the same point of view, but they ain't do it. The same thing you did. So that's just the only difference. Like, other than that, you're not offering no solution. You took all that time, but didn't look for what the problem is and how to solve it. Because there is no problem. It's just a fucking joke. Like, all right. <laughs> we know this. There's racist people in the world. I don't think Lil Dicky racist, bro. Yeah, like, yeah. I still don't think I did not think Lil Dicky's racist. Oh. That's what she was trying to say in the article, which pissed me off. Like, I don't listen to his music, but I... All you did was deeply analyze like, the video. I know he's not racist. I don't take him for a racist person. He's cool with Davies. <laughs> <laughs> you want to know what else? I, I don't think white people who play ball are racist. Yo, you know what's crazy? When you said that, I was going to say, after I saw Richie play ball in Sage, <laughs> I knew like it was okay for him to call me a nigga. And when they good, yeah, <laughs> it's like, fine. It's Richie was nice. Richie was, like, was dope nice, man. Especially when he nigga. was drunk. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, yo, he's definitely my nigga. Facts. Shout out to Rich, man. My nigga Richie. My nigga. He would pull up to the fucking lounge, dumb drunk, yeah, I lived while Richie. I'm working, bro. And that shit used to scare me. Because he would be punching walls and shit. But and the I'm next day, like, he'd probably hug you. Yeah. Bring you some snacks. And I'm just like, yo, imagine if he punched me like that. Like, nah, you'd have to. Nah, we'd have to fuck Richie up. <laughs> <laughs> that ass, I'm sorry, like, man. That's the nigga you do that, jump, we'd have like, to jump him. Yeah, we'd have to jump him. There's no, no fair one ones on one. I don't know, bro. And it's because Richie's just a stocky nigga, man. Like, Richie played every damn sport in the book and was good at it. <laughs> you can't fight a nigga like that one-on-one. You don't fight all Americans one-on-one, okay? Like, a nigga who plays golf can't get the fair one. I'm sorry. <laughs> if you're on a golf scholarship, nah. Your focus is on another level. 
That's why when he was, I, he used to do ridiculous shit when he was lit. I forgot what he did. He punched a hole in the wall, I think, or broke the fire extinguisher glass or some shit. He, yeah, he did. He, he punched. Just, he punched the fire extinguisher. Good. Glass. I'm glad you remember because I'd be high. <laughs> I remember this. I shit with dad exactly. But damn, man, yo, college was lit though, man. What else we gotta talk about today, man? The f- so the Freaky Friday video overall, yeah. So what did you get from analyzing it? What was your thoughts? Um, so Freaky Friday originally is a movie where yeah. like you know the main characters they switch bodies because mm-hmm. they didn't like their life, and then they realize like, yo. I really do like my life. Like, it might be shitty, but mm. I still love myself. Mm. So, they, you know, they kept true to the storyline. They did a good job. You know what I'm saying? Like, I wasn't looking out for no racist shit. Like, it was just like a cool video. I don't even like Chris Brown's music, bro. And I like the video. Yeah, like, I like the song. Chris Brown two props today. Yeah. After saying he flopped. Yeah, like I remember the song like last week. Yeah, but the video and the song is cool to me. Like, you know, it's like a cool, you know, he bodied it with kids. Yeah, he bodied it. Yeah, did a great job. And then when they added the other celebrities in the end, yes, yes, it was funny to see. It was cool. Like DJ Khaled. Why am I yelling? Like that, they did a good job. Yo, the end of the day, you could deeply analyze anything and find something wrong with it. Anything. So it's like, come on, niggas need to stop. It was a great video. And it was a cum dumpster too. That's a woman, if you want to (laughs) know. A woman who's a cum dumpster. (laughs) That's what I'm going to say. Nah, I know we be like. I, ref- yo, I refer like, to stupid. I refer to stupid women as cum dumpsters. I respect it. That's funny. The other day, I forgot what happened. This was just in the car, off air, and I said something like, "Yeah, but I don't know something like something about females." And he was like, "Yo, you really be caping for these bitches." <laughs> <laughs> I was like, "Yo, I don't be like that." podcast you ever going here man because we not like, I know this I'm, I, we talk like sailors man like if they have to bleep out shit the whole podcast would be bleep 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 bleep, bleep, bleep. views from the ex <laughs> dude <laughs> Rob <laughs> yeah man yo so last episode man we talking about the king of New York shit right uh-huh. and we brought up Takashi 69 since then, the game has dissed him in Slovakia, or whatever, whatever Russian. Slim four hundred, trippy red. Trippy red has been at beef with him. Yeah, and we heard about what just happened today. Um, um. The list just goes on, man. It's just getting corny now. What they're doing is they're using, um. His name for clout, you think? You think it's a clout chasing tactic? Is that what you're about to say? Exposure. I wouldn't say clout. Okay. Clout is bigger. 
than exposure. Yes, car is bigger than exposure. But to me, it's like these niggas, they probably like the game. He has mad clout. Like, yeah, he has an album that's so far. Exactly. It doesn't matter what he does now. His name is Etchin Stone. He's one of the best rappers ever. 300 Bars and Running will be one of the best diss songs of all time. Exactly. So, his name is Etchin Stone. So, he can't be chasing clout. But what he can be chasing is exposure. Like, he's on tour. You know what I'm saying? If niggas know this, might get him some ticket sales. Yeah. You know? People will literally show up to a show just to say, fuck 6ix9ine. Like, I was watching... A girl snapped, and she was at an Ashanti concert, and people were in the crowd screaming, fuck Nelly. Mind you, I don't even, I didn't even remember <laughs> that they were in a relationship once upon a time. I was going to say, why did they go to an Ashanti concert to say fuck And six they nine? were screaming like, yo, fuck Nelly. And I'm just like, what? Like, why? <laughs> That's mad. I ran like, he doesn't even make music. Then I was like, oh, shit. My son's on Real Husbands of Hollywood yeah, and Kevin like, Hart. But there's people really that bored that would do that. So that's sad. These artists are chasing exposure off of six nine, and I don't blame them because academics is giving him mad coverage. So anything related to him, you can just walk into Brooklyn right now with a fake gun and be like, "Yo, I'm looking for six nine. Fuck six nine. Send it to academic, and he's gonna post it." Yo, bro, I got people. I know people who live in Brooklyn who say fuck 6ix9ine before he even blew up. <laughs> in New York, and I really know him more like, yo, y'all really following this dude, blah, blah. And I have nothing against the guy. Like, really, like, I don't. Like, his music is good to me. I like some of his songs. But, yeah, like, he's not somebody who I would take as, like, a, a representation of what the embodiment of New York is, you feel me? But... Yeah. Like, you're absolutely right. And I just want to ask, like, and listening to how all these artists are coming for 6ix9ine, do you now see what I was saying and how he uses this shit as exposure? Because it doesn't do nothing but boost his popularity, too. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. he likes to be the villain. He likes this shit. Like, even, like, the shit, though, I felt like when he went too far, not even with the game, was with Jay Prince in Houston. You heard of that? Jay Prince and Jay Prince Jr. I mean, Jay Prince Jr. I don't feel like he went far in that situation. I, I saw what actually happened. So, Jay Prince wanted 6ix9ine to perform at his birthday bash for free. At his little brother's birthday bash. Yes, yeah, so he told him, like, yo, for he'll free. do it for free. But, like, he has, you know, he has, like, um... I don't know if it was a show or whatever, but whatever for whatever reason, they were running late. And he texted him, and he didn't respond. So then when he pulls up to the show, it's like, oh, don't let the nigga in. Got you. So yeah. he didn't even try to disrespect. Yeah, it wasn't like, yo, I'm pulling up to your city, you know what I'm saying, not checking in, nothing. It was on some... Oh, y'all niggas gonna show up late? Y'all niggas think y'all got it like that? I right, fuck y'all. Oh, he hit y'all up already. Exactly. His manager told him, like, yo, we might be late. And he never responded. And it was just like, they pull up late, and the niggas just like, yo, don't come in. If it was really beef, he would have been like, yo, let me know when 6 9 is here, and ambushed him. Mm. 
not tell him to not tell the niggas at the front, yo, don't let him in. True. It would have been more like an ambush, like, yo, let six nine in with like three niggas and then we pack him out. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Let the rainbow nigga in. Yeah. Leave yeah. other niggas outside. Let him in with like a plus three. <laughs> we got like 50,000. The softest looking niggas. Nigga, it's his brother's birthday. They know everybody in that shit. They're outnumbered even if they let everybody exactly. Yo, bruh. At the end of the day, though, man. Like, do you then think they spun it in a way to gain Get exposure, exposure for yes. themselves? Yes, 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 yes. Mm. Because it seemed like he tried to come into a party that he wasn't invited to at first. Nah. I, just, I heard that part of the story, but I didn't hear the yeah. details of him telling them he might be late. That's how they so made it seem. Nobody even mentioned that part, though. Yeah. He warned them he might be late. If yes. he warned them, then they had, in my opinion, then that was out of line for them to try to do all that. See, they knew, they knew that just doing that would get them exposure. Cause, okay, if if six nine is pulling up to the club, why is there niggas recording? Mm. How often do you see a camera out when a nigga is pulling up to a club like? Already, it's yeah, not like, like it's, it's not, not like he's inside carpet. the yeah, yeah, like he's pulling up to perform randomly. randomly. He's already late. Yeah, and there's niggas there with a camera like that's mm. not sus to you. They sent the nigga out there to record them getting dubbed to make it look like, oh, yeah, these niggas ain't checking in Houston. They're dubbed. Like, trust me, bro. There's niggas that think that far into shit just for exposure. Mm. Like, trust me. So what do you think? So what do you think about them showing up on stage with 50 people in South by Southwest when he was supposed to perform? So do you think they're they're completely out of line? And taking the situation even further to that route because Six Nine responded in a disrespectful, kind of disrespectful tone at that point. I wouldn't say it was so. Di- I don't even I think mean, he was that was, disrespectful. He yeah, was just they like, was gonna do it regardless, like for the exposure. Oh, you know, because he's not the only artist niggas is trying to like you know run in their pockets. So they want to send a message. See what corny niggas like that do when you come to their city. They make you, like, fucking do a song with a terrible artist that they're managing for free. Mm. So, checking in doesn't really mean, like, oh... That's if you're in that gangster rap shit. Yeah. So, checking in doesn't really mean, like, yo, we tapping your pockets. Mm-hmm. It's It could be, like, yo, we gonna force you to do mad songs with fucking artists that, you know... That... Just for exposure. Yeah, like... Yeah, I get that too, and I could see that. And I could understand. I see it, and I could understand. You can even see that with some of the biggest artists in the game sometimes. But um, it's to the point where... All right. If he didn't do that, don't spin it like... That shit just... It, did, it wasn't even to that point with them then, from what you're explaining. Yeah. It was just... It seemed like that's what y'all wanted. That is, that's just lame to me. I don't fucks with that, man. That's not cool. And I heard, you know, they have mad respect out there. They do run that city, hands down. Like, you're going to yeah. run your hood. You know what I'm saying? You're going to be the man in your hood. And that's real. But um, I still do think 6 9 should just... 
Because he's starting to lose money now. You know what I'm saying? And this L.A. shit now, Wack is starting to talk about he going crazy, whatever. You know what I'm saying? Like, Wack 100 in the game. And I don't know what the game. Something's about to come out. He said it's not an album. I feel like something's about to drop. <laughs> Every time he does he this, he's about to drop Takashi. Of course. For sure, for sure. And whenever he's dissing somebody, he drops an album. He yeah. starts a show. Some promo type of run. promo run for something. like. Yeah, this is just a rollout, bro. Like, trust me. That's what I'm saying. Like, people are doing this for the exposure. Isn't now, it? Game has a light on him. So, he might keep dissing Takashi on the Slovakia run. Mm. And then when he comes home, it's straight to a diss track. The diss track might even be made overseas. Yeah, okay. like if he can get to a studio, he might make that okay. shit right over there, drop it, come back to the US, mm. you know what I'm saying, do a promo run. Mm. Artists like the game, they take like so much quote-unquote time off that they always have music in the stash. Mm-hmm. So he probably has like a whole album in the stash that he could mm. drop or a mixtape, you know mm. what I'm saying, drop that shit. But I know that's what's going on, bro. That's why I'm like, you know, this Takashi shit is getting played out. like, And and, I, and that's funny you even mentioned him making a diss song overseas and doing it in Slovakia because this may even be low-key strategic of him to diss him there because that's where he started most of his fan base. Like, when he used to perform and shit because he wasn't able to perform in New York for whatever reason, he performed overseas mm-hmm. in Slovakia. He made a lot of his videos, I think, out there and shit. So... Like, niggas who know 6ix9ine would have got the message to him quicker by mm-hmm. doing it there. You know what I'm saying? Like, and it was kind of like people in another country would just repeat whatever you say. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> so, they don't really have a mind of their own. No. So, it was very strategic of him to do that. The game is not a dumb nigga. I'm entertained by this, though. Seeing the game in beef is always fun to watch. He's a funny-ass nigga. You know what I'm saying? Takashi, he he doesn't back down. And sometimes I wish I did not know so much about the rap game in terms of, like, what goes in the sauce or what's in the soup, kind of. Because I used to enjoy the music way more when I used to think the shit was so real yeah. and shit was really about it. But now because you see so much of this shit and you see a lot of the goofy shit that goes on, everything is just for exposure. Yeah. Everything. Even when you broke down that situation years ago with, um, uh, what's it called? Uzi and that one nigga at the festival. Mm-hmm. Like, I was like, damn. That's so green. Like, <laughs> why? For what? That still fucked with your music anyway, nigga. Like, yeah. you ain't have to do that. You just gave that other nigga clap. <laughs> but now I listen to this diss track, which was kind of fire. Yeah. <laughs> it was kind of cool. Yeah, you actually went pretty hard. You actually went pretty hard. It wasn't bad. I was like, huh. I didn't really want to listen to him like that, though. Like, it was yeah. quiet. Like, I, I don't even remember the nigga name. That's <laughs> why <laughs> so I can't refer to the nigga right now. <laughs> I don't remember oh, the nigga name. Don't disrespect to you, blood, but... <laughs> Sorry, uh, man. But, hey, man. Yo. I actually wanted to touch on some shit that we spoke about last week. Okay. So, last week, 
if you weren't so high, you know what I'm saying, you could have got your point across better. And if I wasn't so frustrated, I could have made out what you were saying much better. So now, last week, you said um, it was harder, you know what I'm saying, to sell singles and shit to, like, you know, to back. pump out music back then. But what you meant, like, was the era right before they changed the rules. It was hard to sell music then. But before that, you know what I'm saying, like, mm-hmm. earlier than that, there was, like, a time period, mm-hmm. you know, before the... When did I move? Okay, so I moved up here in 2007. Okay. So, before that, you could say it was easier to sell music, like, like 2006 and down, it was easier to sell music. Then when the internet came out, it became harder to sell music because of pirating, and then now it just became easier after the rules. If you would have explained that, That's there would have I mean, been yeah. no argument. Okay. I mean, I, <laughs> I thought you would have got what I was trying to say. Nah, because... nigga. Because music has been around for so long. It's like, I thought you were saying in general, before it was like harder to mm. sell music. But mm. it was just like a period of time where, where albums like, were selling yeah. more because you had to kind of buy the album. Yes. To get even your favorite song. Yes. You and then after... When the internet came out, LimeWire, BearShare... Which was pretty much 2006. Yes, that... 2006 was BearShare, and 2007, most niggas got it. They killed... They killed, the like, sales yeah. during that time. That's why them niggas... Because you could just go on a computer, download a ringtone, download a whole album. Yo, I think them niggas who invented them shits may have gotten assassinated. I've never heard <laughs> of the nigga... I don't even know the nigga name who made them. niggas made bank off of that shit, too. What bank? Everything was free. No, no, they got money off of that shit, bro. How? Um, oh, uh, like, uh, website ads, all that shit Ooh, counted. Shit, them niggas. Yeah, they came up. They disappeared off the face of the earth. Like, I never, I don't even know them niggas' names, bro. Yeah. Who is them niggas? Them niggas I think that was Tom up, from MySpace. I think he used, I think MySpace was the front. Yeah. Like, the corner store. But in the back, the nigga was selling nutties. Lucy's and shit. That was LimeWire, bro. I think MySpace was just the front. That's why he only had one. Yo, think about it. Tom from MySpace moves like an internet drug dealer, bro. Where is this nigga? Why he only had one picture? Why is his name Tom from MySpace? What's his last name? Does he have any interviews? I've never seen Tom anywhere outside of. (laughs) <laughs> Yo, no lie. No lie. I, I can't picture seeing Tom sitting down. I don't know if he's tall, short. I just know he's a skinny How nigga. Nobody like This is all I know Tom for, my nigga. <laughs> How Somebody nobody see- has him on the view, the talk, nothing like Nigga, there was nothing on the computer screen he was on. No, it was lie, blank. Bro. It was white. This nigga, t- someone turned around like, "Hey, Tom, take a picture." He's like, "Oh shit, Photoshop." The that was there his picture. <laughs> I think, I think there was one time they changed it 
and put like a Christmas hat on him. That's it. But that was only. <laughs> that was the same picture. It was Photoshop. Nigga could have took a whole nother picture with. Yo, my nigga. Everybody was taking pictures at that time. You're telling me Tom from MySpace couldn't afford a digital camera? Tom was an internet drug dealer, my nigga. That nigga Tom probably. He probably the nigga who runs Backpage right now. And Craigslist. I don't really see shit from him on the internet, bro. This That's the point, bro. Because think about it. How early on was this nigga on to social media when he created MySpace? Real early. Tom is low-key a Steve Jobs-ass interviewer. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But I think Tom is like the evil nigga. But he probably sees the internet for what it is. Like, yo, like... Because think about it, MySpace was a boundaryless social media platform. Nigga, you had you could have edited your mouse cursor, had your music playing. Yeah, he was, come to pay. he was ahead of his time. Yo, I can't front. I'm telling you, Tom is an front. innovator. People don't give Tom his respect. We talk about Mark Zuckerberg, but without Mark, without Tom, there'd be no Mark. You know what's crazy? Like, I still see people saying, yo... We need, like, music players on our pages. Because that shit was so fucking wavy. It was just wavy. And even the concept of top eight. Tom had people breaking up friendships. That was the first time when social media got real. Like, outside of, like, like when, yo, like, yo, how am I not your top eight, my nigga? You know what's crazy? Like, what's you could have increased that number, but people just wanted to be, like, assholes. Like, yo... Cause you could have put up to like, like I top sixteen or twenty. Thirty two, I believe. Really? Yeah. I think it got more and more over time. Yeah. yeah. Well, like the number, like a lot of people would just keep it to like top eight, though. Why you think so? I have a reason. I think I know why. But why you think? Cause they wanted to like you know, okay. So like, if there's like a top fifty list. Mm-hmm. And you're like in the top ten, mm-hmm. you feel special, even if the top fifty list isn't in any particular order. Yeah, it's just a list. Yeah. So they wanted people to like you know feel special for yes, yeah, feel eight. special for being in the eight. You wanna know why I think? Why? Which I think that could be that too, but I think it's just cosmetically when you were editing your page, it looked better if the box was small with eight people. Over having like a big ass box of fifty people on your that nicely too. edited that page. Too. <laughs> I mean, that too. Some niggas used to not even have that shit on their yeah, page. Yeah, like niggas' page used to be mad. <laughs> Nobody. Niggas' page no. used to be mad neat, bro. That's what that it was. was yo. <laughs> yo, I was not a. My MySpace was alright though, but you know, yo, crazy. my that cousin shit, came through. Her shit was fire. Was that shit taught you like uh, um, HTML, HTML code. coding. Mm-hmm. Yes, that shit yep. definitely taught you that. Yep. Shout out to Tom, bro. Tom's an innovator, man. Yo, yo. if more people, if that would have stayed around longer, more people would have been good at HTML coding. Yes, that's probably why. Mark Zuckerberg doesn't allow that shit. Yes, because he don't want no comp. Yeah, because he knows, like, that might spark some type of innovation in somebody's brain, and he doesn't want that. And that's the thing. The thing about innovation in people's brains is that 
when you first start, you're boundaryless because you are you if you do it the right way. That's why Facebook was so great because it was so boundaryless when it first started. Now it has ads, sponsors. Now I scroll through my timeline, there's random ads in the middle of my fucking timeline. Same thing with SoundCloud. Started off boundaryless, no ads. Niggas just posting up whatever music. Now you gotta pay for your fucking streaming. Now it's ads if you don't pay for the streaming. Like, and it's just like, you know what I'm saying? I get it, you gotta get your bread, but that's the thing. When you got new people creating new shit and they're not bounded to the rules of sponsors and corporate world rules, they're gonna come at it in a way that's so innovative, so fire, that it's just going to be a fucking if it's done the right way and executed the right way, it's going to be a flood that's just going to take over whatever the fuck is currently leading the industry, man. That's it. Point blank, period. Like, it, it, I see it happen all the time in whatever way. Like, it's like when LeBron came to the NBA. Like, nigga came in as a fucking rookie. His first game, this nigga was on a fast break, stopped, waited for somebody to come down and threw that nigga alley-oop. That's when I knew he was going to be great. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? I knew LeBron was going to be great when I saw his last name. James. That's <laughs> yeah. crazy. I respect that, too. I respect that, too. But I just think, like, it's like when some new shit comes along that's just so different, like, like the way he plays is so different, like, it's still nothing that came about that took over it until Steph Curry kind of came about and, and niggas like Giannis and fucking Kevin Durant, niggas who play like shooting guards but are built like fucking power forwards and centers and shit. That's, that's what had to come along to finally... And niggas that shoot threes at fucking crazy disproportionate rates. That's Yo, what no to lie. To the possibly only, even make it debatable. Because he's still the best person, in the world. The only person in this world that can score at will is Kevin Durant. He has all the physical gifts and mm. talents to score mm. whenever he wants. Like, mm. You know what's scary? He's not at his peak basketball IQ yet, I think. I don't peak think... Basketball IQ? He's still not there. Peak athleticism, he might be reaching there already. But basketball IQ, he could get smarter. And if he's yes, smarter, he could get smarter. But I don't think like God. he has like that natural ability. Like you know, I'm, I don't want to brag, but I don't think he has like a LeBron basketball IQ. I think, and I don't think he'll get there. You know what the thing is though? I think to say he doesn't have a LeBron basketball IQ is not. Something that would say he wouldn't get a better IQ because to have a LeBron basketball IQ is one of a kind. Nobody has a LeBron basketball IQ. LeBron is smarter than 90% of the coaches in the NBA. That's why it's so hard to find a coach for a LeBron team. Yes. Because you have to find someone who he will respect their genius. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But he's so smart and ahead of the game. Like This thing is like five plays ahead. Like He's like literally like, yo... And I'm not even a LeBron fan, but he's the Tom Brady right now of basketball when I watch him play. Like, because he's not athletic, but he's so smart. Like, he's a smart-ass player, bro. So it's like, he won't have a, ba- a LeBron IQ ever. No one has a LeBron IQ. The closest niggas to LeBron IQ in the NBA are like four niggas. Kareem, Michael, 
Magic and Jordan, my, Magic and Kobe, IQ wise. Not talking yeah, about skills. Yeah, I'm just talking yeah. about IQ, like understanding the game, understanding your teammates. Kobe, yeah, he puts up mad shots, but nigga, if I had the team he had and I was Kobe Bryant, I'd rather shoot the shit myself too. <laughs> okay, bro. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? The nigga Matt Barnes said one time he was on the um the team jet with Kobe, mm-hmm. and like nobody usually sits next to him. Mm-hmm. So he said one day he sat next to him, mm. you know, to see, like, you know, how he is, like, mm. what he does. Mm. The nigga said Kobe had 30 different charts laid out of, with, like, X's and O's of, like, different defensive sets and where his teammates could possibly be. The nigga said he told him, Yo, he doesn't pay attention to his defender. I was like, yo, this is nuts. Like, this is cerebral. The nigga said, yo, he doesn't look at his defender. Because he was saying, like, yo, um, his famous, like, one of his famous moments was when he, like, threw, like, he acted like he was going to throw the ball at Kobe. But Kobe never blinked. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah, yeah, I remember that. Definitely. And the nigga was just say, yo, this is a cold nigga. Like, he didn't even flinch. Like, nope. what type of mind state do you have to be in to not even flinch? Nope. So the nigga was just like, yo, he was like, yo, that nigga, he's cerebral. Like, mm-hmm. he really said he does not pay attention to the defense. So when the second man comes over to help, he knows that you're going to be open. Yes. I was like, yo, what And it's up hell? to him to think, do I have a better chance at making a shot with two niggas on me as Kobe Bryant or is motherfucking Adam Morrison going to hit this shot? Yeah. No matter how open he is. Yeah. I'll take my chances. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, yeah, I, that nigga would still pull. I don't blame him. You know what I'm saying? I don't blame him dependent. But if it was a nigga who could shoot that shit, yeah, he might pass it up. He will. Kobe actually was a great passer, low-key. But he's just that nice and that confident in himself, maybe to a fault. Yes. Maybe to a fault. But his IQ was still that crazy. Because based on what you're saying, that's beast. I didn't even know that. But that's beast. His IQ is crazy. So LeBron's IQ is there. Like, that's a, that's a fucking Mount Rushmore of niggas that you might never be able to play with. But... I think KD can be up there because you can see as him on the Warriors, as soon as he got there, his shooting percentage skyrocketed. His nah, bro. I don't think KD is up there. But I think... I don't what- think he can make it. Because KD, right? Like, okay, like, let's say it gets down to it, right? Mm-hmm. It gets down to the wire. If you ever notice, right, if they're in a slump and... It's the fourth quarter. He would go until, like, he can't go no more. Okay. It's not like, yo, let me go for three baskets and then let me hit um, Swaggy P in the corner because he shoots 39% from the corner. He's not one of those type of niggas. He's, oh, 
We down 14. I'm going to give I'm gonna 16. Give, yeah, like, I'm going to come back. I'm going to drop 16, and we're going to come back. And then after we up, I might give it to a teammate. Like, he's one of those type but of niggas. But he's that gifted. But that's, that's what I'm saying. That's what I'm going back to. Like, he can score at will. But that's, and that's the point I'm trying to make is, like, I think the reason why it will never look like he can never be up there, because I don't think he'll ever be as smart as LeBron. Because LeBron's IQ, again, is on another level. Because LeBron can score at will, too. Just LeBron can also pass it at will. And LeBron could catch a, get a foul at will. And LeBron could... You know what I'm saying? more. I feel like the refs... And that's just the refs being biased. I feel like because the refs... I feel like the refs this year really suck, for one. Like, this year may be the worst year for refereeing. I feel like every year we say that. But this year... This year is definitely... God! What... Yeah, Bruh, they look like fucking sage intramural refs. And I didn't even notice, but a lot of the refs so, retired. Huh? Yes, a that's what I'm saying. It's a lot of young guys. They're talking about they had to do a ref player meeting. Like, bruh, like, these niggas is trash this year. So, it's not really his fault. But he's exceptional at drawing contact. And I think, you know what I'm saying? Like, he's just extra smart. But I think KD could be in maybe top 10 top 20, 30 smartest players because I could say if he have, he will have to do this off the Rockets in my opinion, of course, but when he got there, because the type of player he is, he's a scoring, score first player. Like, he's not gonna, he's not a passer really. He's a score first player, but he's also a great defensive player. I feel like scoring wise, his um, field goal percentage skyrocketed as soon as he got to the Warriors. He started being a much more effective scorer. He's now. hella aggressive. He's more aggressive, and granted, he has so much to fall back on, which makes him easier to be more aggressive because teams have to watch out for Steph and watch out for Clay and watch out for Dre and watch out for... Even with those guys on the court, you have to watch out for JaVale McGee because all he has to do is run down and they can lob him up a fucking oop at any point in time. That nigga's tall ass, mm-hmm. and he's exceptional at that. And then you got... Iggy coming off the fucking bench. You got, like you said, Nick Young coming off the bench. Sean Levin. Like, they have so many weapons. So, I felt like you have to do this off the Warriors to show me, all right, you're definitely a beast. But he had games where he was shooting, like, 80% from the field, bro. Where he'll drop 30, shoot, making 8 for 10. <laughs> like, what? That's wild, bro. That's fucking wild, my nigga. Like, like that's crazy to me. And, that, he gets, and then he gets, he gets blocks. And he gets a whistle, and that's and that's because he's so tall. Like yeah. you have no choice but to follow him once he penetrates, and he's so fast. That's what I'm saying. Like he he's the first person to come in with that. I play like a guard, but I'm nearly seven feet tall, and he did it with the jump shot he got. Like he's basically like what Giannis and Ben Simmons need to be to be unstoppable. If Giannis shoots threes at the rate KD came in shooting threes, it'd be different. KD came in already shooting threes, but he, he didn't have the body Giannis got right now to where he was driving in the paint like that and going in. But then he got some mass on him and he grew a little taller. So now he's like able to drive, but he still got the blicky though. And his blicky just got better. Like, bro, his three-pointer is, bro... No, like, KD is fucking nice, he's son. Scary, anyway, anywhere past the uh, half court. He line. was one of my favorite players. For I was copping KDs before niggas was even fucking with KDs, man. Yeah. I'm always like that. Like I fuck with Paul George, like, and when I fuck with a player, I'll buy the shoes. Like, 
and I like KD. And I think KD is always been nice to me, bro. That's why I wasn't mad at him for going to the Warriors because I followed him. And the only reason why I don't champion him right now is because I don't like a lot of the shit he's doing, bro. Like, I felt like him going to the Warriors was kind of soft. Like, they did beat y'all shit. Nah, not kind of. It was soft. It was soft. But I understand the career move behind it if that was his intentions because he did have a lot of injury problems. And he's not LeBron, like I said. What makes LeBron great is he don't get hurt. But I think it's so bad to win, even when I'm playing 2K and I got the Houston Rockets and we beat the Warriors in the conference finals and then we won the chip, KD came to my team next season. Oh, that's horrible. That's some asshole shit. That's true. I swear to God, I will turn on 2K right That's now. An and you will see my starting lineup is me as the center, James Harden shooting guard, KD small forward, and we signed Chris Bosch. I don't feel like the Rockets <laughs> are a real threat. Like, I don't know what people are watching, bro. They're a threat. Bro! They're a threat. They have... I'll explain why they're a threat. They have... My nigga, they have... Trevor Ariza. I got you. But guys, they have Trevor Ariza, bro. Trevor Ariza, PJ Tucker. Like I cannot see these niggas as a supporting cast in a championship. Ryan Anderson, even cool. Like Trevor Ariza. Trevor Ariza's been in a Trevor Ariza is a champion already. I think he's a great playoff player too. But like in this point of his career, bro, like nah, he shows up in the playoffs. Over the yo, the Warriors have four All Stars. Like not like fucking fluke All Stars. Like they have four perennial All Stars, bro. Like. But that's the thing again, and this is a lot. This is what I told you last year. I feel like it can't come down to individual players, no matter how many of the nice individual players. But you they have, have four, bro. But the war, but the Rockets, is like right now the best offensive team in NBA history. That shit is no. that shit is fool's gold to me. Yo, until until they are in the finals, bro. That shit is fool's gold. All right, so this is what I want to say to your point about their supporting cast. I think you have a point. If you had to compare who had the better supporting cast, hands down, the Warriors has the best role-playing cast in the NBA. Like, no matter how you put it. Because those their chemistry is so good. Those guys all can shoot. They're a different type of team. But the Rockets, bro, they arguably... Kind of have four 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 all star caliber players too. Just two of those guys are not given their due because of the roles they play on the team and because of the conference that the Rockets are in. Clint Capella, underrated, bro. Underrated as fuck. That nigga is nice. Now, is he a one trick pony? Kind of, but. In the offense that the Rockets run, that's what you need. If Clint Capella was on the Warriors, championship every year. Here's that. Because that's like, take JaVale McGee out and put Clint Capella there. He's going to do what JaVale McGee does, but better. 
and hit free throws. That's that's definitely chips. But that's unfair. Though. That's it's unfair because like, he's an all star. That's, that's what I'm like saying. He's an all star caliber player. That's what I'm saying. But he's line, not gonna go to the all star game in the West when you got Anthony Davis and fucking Demarcus Cousins playing on the same team. Who's gonna start already in the fucking all star game? And Stephen Adams is making it on the reserves. Whoa. And then you got Eric Gordon on your bench, who arguably. Is an all-star caliber player, too. You, if you play fantasy with us, my nigga. James Harden was injured. Who is dropping 20 to 30 points a night? Gordon. I don't know, man. But like, I just can't see these guys. I like... feel you. But then you got Trevor Ariza, and I, I feel like you're kind of underselling him a little bit. Because I feel like Trevor Ariza has that veteran, like, Richard Jefferson factor. And I'm bringing him up because there's always that old nigga every year in the playoff who's going to come in and give you the vet minutes, who may not even drop mad points, but is going to get like a crucial steal and hit a crazy three. <laughs> and you know what? The year the Lakers won, I believe the first one and the second two-peat, I think when he went, when they went, no, the three-peat he did with Powell. It was a two-peat. Two-peat? Okay. Yeah. I remember Trevor Ariza caught a crazy steal to end the series one game in a game seven and then dunked it. Caught a steal, a fast break, and dunked it. I mean, they played the Magics, bro. Bro, but still, Trevor Ariza is a guy who plays defense. And in that offense running gun with James Harden, who I feel like it's really on him if they win. Because he, him and Chris Paul, because those guys, in my personal opinion, don't do it in the playoffs for me. Chris Paul can. And I've seen him kind of do it. But I've seen him get ejected out of two game sevens. I always bring that up. That's not championship caliber to me. James Harden, he played in the playoffs. And he don't play like he plays in the season so far. But I felt like this year may be different. Because he's balling on another level. So he has to keep that shit up. Because clearly you playing like an MVP is why y'all win it. So if you go to the playoffs and do any less, y'all done. So yeah. you got it. So that's my thing. Can they keep doing it? Is really the question. If they yes. can keep doing it, they got this, my nigga. Like, and right now the Warriors is injured. Like, their best thing to do right now is to hope the playoffs start as soon as they can, and they take advantage of the injured Warriors. And I think they got this because right now, bro, no team on the East is beating the Rockets. Maybe the Cavs. The Cavs may have a chance, but no team. It's because no team in the East is beating the Cavs. I feel, bro, like, Raptors, really? Raptors can't beat the Cavs. Like, the Raptors can't beat no team in the West in the fucking playoffs and the finals, bro. Like, the Raptors is only nice because they in the East, bro. I'm sorry. I know you say the East is not competitive, but, bro. No, I don't say that. I say, people say the East is easy. I say it's more competitive. Like, the West is top-heavy. So, in the West, right? But the West ain't top-heavy no more, bro. Everyone's nice. The West. Okay. Look, Everyone's nice. Look at the East, right? Look at the East and look how many games separate, like, from three to eight. The Matter of fact, three to, like, I don't. I want to say 12. Okay. Look at how many games separate them. The Cavs, the only two teams that's clinched mm-hmm. in the East are the Cavs. I'm, I'm bugging. I'm bugging. The Raptors and the Celtics, those are the only two teams that's clinched right now. Mm-hmm. The Cavs can fall out of the playoffs right now. 
I get what you're saying, bro. In the West, it's not like that, bro. It's like, it's like six, seven, eight, nine. No. You know what I'm saying? No. Fighting to be in the playoffs, and then the other niggas are like, okay, we know we're in the playoffs, but we just don't know what position. It's top heavy, bro. Nah. It's not more competitive. Here's the Young thing. Niggas, I yo, see what you're saying. I Warriors see- lose more games to the East than they do to the West. The thing I see what you're saying is, is any team can come out in the playoffs in the East. Yes. That's what but you're saying. Just because... There's teams in the West that are guaranteed to make it in the playoffs. Yo. But I feel like the East have teams in the East that are guaranteed. Like, we know that before this, no matter how bad the Cavs is doing, they these niggas is on a losing streak and they're still, what, number four, five? They're number three. Three? But they're never the favorites. They're never the favorites. That's what I'm saying, though. But they're always the favorites to come out the East. They're never the favorites no. for the championship. Almost anybody for, you ask who's coming in out Vegas, the East. In Vegas, they're never the favorites, Because bro. they go off of, like, season numbers and shit. That's what I'm saying. But if you I'm know saying. basketball, like, you know no team in the East is beating the Cavs. And the only reason why I'm making this point is, like, I feel like in the West this year more than ever, you don't know who's going to come out in the West. Like, number nine is who? The Nuggets? Bruh, the Nuggets? Who? Where do you think the Nuggets would be in the East? The Nuggets would probably be like... Four? Three? See, that's what I'm saying. Like, y'all niggas are not giving the East enough credit. No, they Y'all niggas be. think they would be number four. Because the thing is, bro, I think the Lakers would be like a number seven, eight team in the, in the East. You put the Sixers in the West... They might ball. Okay, okay. I so I don't know if they're going to be... I think they're going to be right where the Lakers is Okay, right so I'm looking right now. And Boston... Boston and um, Toronto, they're clinched. Um, they clinch a playoff berth. Meaning they're going to be in the playoffs regardless. Okay. They just don't know what position. Okay. Four games separate them in the loss column. Okay. Then Cleveland is behind Boston with six games separating them in the loss column. Then after that, it's one game. Philly's one game behind the Cavs. Okay. Indiana's one game behind Philly. Wizards has the same amount of L's. Miami's two games behind the Wizards. Milwaukee is one game behind Miami. Bro. I know what you're saying. Like, they're all up on each other. Milwaukee, Milwaukee can end, Milwaukee can end the season number three as it stands right now. Milwaukee can end the season number three. Now, I'm going to go out west. Utah, there's no possible way for Utah, they can probably end number three. That's what I'm saying. But if you look after that, bro, look at this. 33, 33. It's all good. 39. Then these niggas got... Sacramento has 49 L's. Dallas has 49 L's. Phoenix has 53 L's. Memphis has 53 L's. Oh, let me go up. Where the Lakers at? 
Oh, I didn't even see the Lakers. Lakers, Lakers, Lakers are not bad. Lakers have That's thirty-nine. What I'm saying. They could helps. probably be an eight-team, seventeen in the East. Nah, you're tripping. I think they're better than Detroit. The last Milwaukee has thirty-four L's, and they're the last team in the East that's in. And Utah has thirty-one. With 34 but, L's, them niggas will be right where the Lakers is right now, technically. Because that's what I'm trying to say, bro. It's like, if you look at that, who? technically, like, there would be... Nah, Milwaukee, Milwaukee would be... Right where the Lakers is right now, technically. If we're just using the oh, same hey, records. Yeah, right, 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 right. Milwaukee would be, like, with number 11. That's what I'm... It's the, what I'm saying, though, if they was in the West... They would probably be a better team. I think they'll be a worse team than a lot of these teams. Because I think the thing about you the think West, the Bucks would be a worse team than New Orleans. Yes, you're bugging without um Boogie. You're you're sipping, nigga. Yeah, you're sipping. The Bucks is running through Memphis. This is what I'm trying to get to. Memphis is hurt right now. This is what I'm trying to get to. The fact that these niggas get to play Memphis. Phoenix, Dallas, Sacramento, and the Lakers this many times, that's why their records are so good. Most of their L's are to East teams. But the thing is, you got the East, they play teams like Atlanta, Brooklyn, Detroit, Yo, Chicago, note, and, and during the season, especially early on, those teams are Orlando is not a Orlando is not an easy W. I say Orlando, I say Atlanta. Atlanta is not an easy W. Atlanta's pretty easy right now. Bro. Who they got? Collins, Schroeder. What are you talking about, bro? Who else? Schroeder just kind of came back. He was kind of hurt some of the season, right? Yeah, he was hurt. So it's like there wasn't a threat really this year. Brooklyn, same Deadman. But those guys are not all-star. Those guys on any of the teams with all-star. Torian Prince. Those team. Those guys on championship teams would be role players. Really Kent Bazemore. Good role player. They're really good role players. Those guys are not a team that no there's no star. But I'm saying like you can't go against Chicago is number twelve. You can't go against the only team that I see that you could go in and probably slack off on is the Knicks. And the Knicks are number eleven. I say the Nets too. The Nets are a good team, but Nets always play close Nets, games. They play close games, but you're gonna probably get that W if you come in going hard. That's what I'm saying. You can't slack off. You can't slack off on Orlando. No, I think you can. You can't slack because again, Orlando for a long time. Vucevic, Aaron Gordon. Wasn't he hurt most of the season? Same with Aaron Gordon. They were hurt. They were hurt a lot of the times, yeah. but they wasn't hurt all season. No, nah, they missed a lot of time. Um, both of those guys. Henzonja, whatever his name is. But Henzon has has I know what you're talking about, but that dude's not. He's nice though. Eric Fournier. Forty Evan Fournier. Yeah, he's nice, but ah, uh, still. I just don't think. I think this is what I'm saying. The West has more niggas that you can slack off on. Mm. Memphis slack off. Phoenix yeah, slack off. Right now, Dallas yeah. slack off. Sacramento slack off. You can yeah, slack off yeah. on all those niggas, bro. That's kind of true. Me, you, you can't slack off on LA that but the much. The thing is, when those when these elite teams play those guys, it's not like close Ws. They smoking them, so it's like it's convincing because those. It's not like 
if you slack off enough on the team, on those teams, like, like for instance, like Phoenix, Devin Booker could come out and annihilate you if he really wants to. Bro. If he, if he sees that, you know what I'm saying? Warriors can rest. Warriors can rest Curry, Durant, and Draymond and put Clay on Booker and it's over. They're going to win that game. Yes, the Warriors can beat um, Phoenix with only Clay in the starting lineup. Yeah, like, that's true. The only starter. Because if Clay Thompson is guarding Devin Booker, he Clay Thompson's underrated. Yeah, he's a great defender. He will lie so he's going to clamp him up and then go make a quick three in his face. Clay and Iggy. Like on the other end. Yeah, Clay and Iggy. JaVel McGee. Zaza. Exactly. <laughs> Zaza to hurt somebody. So you got a lot of teams that you can slack off in the West. I want to ask you about um the Thunder. We're inconsistent. Do you think um people who think they can beat the Warriors and win the championship are valid in that thought? No. Why? They don't have enough. It's just the ball doesn't move. It's just mad. Like, I saw them play the Celtics, bruh. And I'm just like, my nigga, I stopped. I was on a bus coming back from Boston. Mm-hmm. I stopped watching the game because I thought Boston lost. <laughs> when my brother was like, yo, something, something, Celtics win. I'm thinking like. He's speaking hypothetically. Yeah. And then my other friend responds to him like, oh, basically like giving an excuse because he's a Celtics fan. And I'm just like, wait. Is that your man's from uh, Facebook, uh, Carl? That oh, one? no, oh, I man. hate Carl. Because he's a Celtics fan, right? He's a whoever is being a LeBron fan. He's not. Bro, he's funny, though. Shouts out to yeah. him, yo. I want to have him on the podcast one day, man. Like, he's a funny dude. Like, well, I'll be seeing his post sometimes. Call be draining me, bro. Like, because I don't be on Facebook like that, but when I peek through, I slide through. Like, yesterday, I slid through for a second, and I saw he was like, he said some shit like, Everyone beasting over this win with the with the Cavs. <laughs> he basically said some shit like they always smoke the Raptors. Yo, like, yeah. but mind you, mind you, he was if the Raptors won, he would have been the first thing to be like, oh, uh, Cavs know they're not beating the Raptors <laughs> in the cop. That's the type of person that he is. Like that's why I thought he was the one who said something about the Celtics winning because I know he's a Kyrie fan because he left LeBron or some shit. Yeah, like, that. like he likes to downplay if the Cavs win. He downplays it. But if they lose, it's like, oh, them niggas ain't even making it to the finals now. Damn. But Sheesh. Sheesh. when they beat the Celtics, it's going to be, oh, I'm a Warriors fan now. Let's mm. see y'all beat the Warriors. Mm. Like, nigga, I can't argue with people like that. You know mm. what I'm saying? Because mm-hmm. they're never wrong. Like, you know, if I'm picking, mm. if I'm picking one person to win in the finals and you have, like, four different picks... Who's going to have the better chances being right? You are. And that's why I don't mm-hmm. respect Ba like, as a fan. Like, when he shares Warriors shit, like, that shit gets under my skin, bro. Mm-hmm. Like, I literally met this man, a Knicks fan. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. He's like, oh, all my dad does in my crib is watch Knicks games. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Like, he grew up in a Nick household, my nigga. Yeah. And now he's like... Oh, the Knicks are losing too much. I'm a Warriors fan. You know what's so crazy you say that? Because I tried to be a Knicks fan. They disappointed me so much. You know my story. You yeah. met me as a Steve Nash fan. 
consistent, always been a Nash fan, nigga left the league, I'm not a fan of nobody now. But even me trying to be a Knicks fan, my household, my dad shitted on the Knicks his whole life, bro. Like, and the nigga barely watched ball, but he's like, in our language, he always like, the Knicks, man, <laughs> them guys suck. Yeah, I could have never been a Knicks fan, bro. Shouts out to Baba, man. He never been a Knicks fan. I've never yo, been a Knicks fan, To this day, yo, you, yo, just go to my dad and say, the Knicks, he's going to go... <laughs> Don't tell me nothing about no Knicks. <laughs> he's gonna the Knicks is terrible, bro. bro. <laughs> I'm sorry. He said, yo, this dude, they still got this guy? <laughs> he's gonna ask you, man. But that's a fact. The Knicks suck. As, yo, the Knicks, you know, like when um when uh, Tupac said the thing about Bad Boy as a as a as a record label staff and a motherfucking yeah. crew, yeah, the Knicks suck as a a team yeah, staff like, and a motherfucking crew. I don't know how they're the <laughs> yeah. most valuable team in the NBA. Yo, everybody's like, yo, I, yo, that sucks because we're really from New York, yo. Niggas ain't gonna fuck with us because we're like decent. I know this decent Mario, like they fuck with the Knicks and shit. Like they're always showing all this New they York pride. Have another favorite team. Oh, I don't even know that. I feel like there's no way like you could really like the Knicks fans. You and there's no way you can't because I hate niggas that are Knicks fans to the point where y'all not objective because y'all not helping. Yeah, the Knicks. y'all hurting the Knicks. Y'all y'all need more than KP right now. It's just like KP oh, we gonna win the chip next year. No, y'all not. Y'all need to fire everyone in that fucking staff, bro, because them niggas make horrible decisions. And you know what's terrible? Up? Niggas was talking about old oh, Phil Jackson bugging like. Nigga, Phil Jackson drafted Przingis, man. Maybe he, I should have He definitely one. did. And then he got rid of Melo, and what's Melo doing right now? Nothing. Was Phil Jackson really so off? Yo, that's what I'm saying. Like, Phil Jackson. How much did I give him Melo? No lie, the Knicks could have made the playoffs if KP was. Still, like... Healthy, yeah. 100%. Yeah, yeah 100%. And, and that's the thing, like... KP healthy, $100 million off the books. Huh? $100 million off the books. KP's healthy. Yeah. It's Phil Jackson at the helm. Y'all probably could have got a nice free agent. But New York fans are so impatient. So, like, why are you trying to give it to Melo? Melo did this for the city. Nigga, fuck what Melo did for the city. Nigga, Phil Jackson is there watching. And even if he's not there, he knows basketball. He, and They always say this shit on sports and whatever. Nigga forgot more basketball than we'd ever know type shit. Like, that nigga knows when a nigga's declining. He played with the best niggas. Phil Jackson, no matter how old Kobe got, he'd have kept Kobe. Because he knows Kobe got that mentality. Yeah. Nigga, no matter how old Jordan it got, he'd have kept Jordan. He saw, yo, I can't do with Melo what I did with them niggas. Melo is like, you know, he's one of those niggas that I feel like would have been a beast off the bench. I don't think that. I think Melo would have been a beast if he was more of a... Not even. I don't know how to explain it. It's just like more of a bench player. He's a, no, he's a star. He's a star. But he's you can not be a, a star off the he's bench. He's like Scottie Pippen. He's not off the bench. He starts. He's starting for you. But nah. if he would have been, if it would have been Melo and LeBron on one team, oh man. 
Law man. I think he would have. I think he would have been. You know what? I think he would have still been more in shape, and he would have been more caring of basketball and not just his numbers and stats. I think that's what it is. Like he just, he's not, he's not driven like a LeBron is. Like he doesn't have that that thing in him, that DNA. Like that's what I mean. Like LeBron got that. Overall, LeBron got that DNA, my nigga. Like certain niggas just don't got that DNA to want to win a chip. And I think LeBron got that DNA. Kobe had it. Jordan had it. Johnson had it. Like, like you know what I'm saying? Like, Kareem had it. Like, certain Dwayne Wade had it. Like Melo so, has the come off the bench DNA. Melo has the... <laughs> yeah, nah. Melo got the I'm proven I'm the best on the court no matter what DNA to the point where... You know, like, have you ever played with a nigga on your team and y'all losing... But he's going to just try to score every point regardless. And then when y'all lose, he's going to be like, yo, y'all niggas fucked up. Nigga, I dropped like 12. I dropped I dropped 12 out of the 21 points. Like, I did what I had to do. Y'all didn't do shit. Y'all whatever. Okay. What's That's wrong my... with coming off the bench? Nothing. But I just think Melo is not a player that plays. Melo's he, Melo a bench could player. start. No, Melo could start. Melo's, Melo's a Melo was at one point the best and offensive he could, player in the He NBA. could be a perennial all-star off the bench. Maybe so. Yeah, but if he was coming off the bench, I think... Was he an all-star team... this year? No. Why not? He's in the starting lineup. I don't know, because I think... Because um, he's a bench player. No. He's a bench player. Now he is, Yo, maybe, but not before. I people think... were arguing that... What's his name? Lou Williams should have been... In the All-Star game. Yes. And he is coming off the bench. Mello. Imagine Mello come. Bruh. Super green. Like, when you're in the starting lineup with Paul George mm-hmm. and Westbrook, you know you're a third option. Like, your yes. ego can't be that crazy. You know you're a third option. At yes. this point in your career, you know you're a third option. Yes. Nigga. Be a... Th- be a bench player, bruh. Nah. And you know what? It's not even that. It's like, Manu Ginobili made it to the All-Star game as a bench player before. You know what I'm saying? Like, you can do it. Niggas done it. Like, Lamar Odom. Lamar Odom Bench done player. It? Super green. Oh, great. Great. Hell yeah. Jamal Super Crawford. green. Jamal Crawford. One of the best ever. Super do. green. Eric Gordon doing it right now. You know what I'm saying? Aaron Gordon. Super green. Like, when these things come in... They do not look to pass like. And the thing is, is like when you play in their second unit and you're like a first unit caliber player. Yeah, exactly. Sure. That's what I'm saying. Like, like, if Melo comes in, if Melo comes in and plays against Frank Van Vliet, <laughs> not even listen to who he's gonna be playing on the Warriors. David West, Zaza Pachulia. Oh yeah, Melo's. Um, what's his name? Nick Young. Oh, skinning their faces and wearing it. Cook. Like, nigga. Bro. They gonna call Melo Cook if he plays against that lineup, nigga. Like, <laughs> Bruh, Melo is definitely a beast, bruh. You are absolutely right. And if he comes off the bench, he would be even more of a problem. But his but ego. I think early on, he's an all-star caliber player. Now definitely should come off the bench. Of course, that will that would that's what will make this OKC team a thousand times better. Yes, like right now, how I see them is they're a really good team on paper. If you read the names, it looks nice, and they're a great video game team. Like when I watch them play, they play like two K. Like you give a nigga the ball, he dribbles around, 
left to right. And if he finds an opening, he drives and shoots. If somebody happens to be open, he can make the pass. He'll do it. That's all Westbrook does. There ain't no plays being run. I just see a lot of iso ball, maybe some plays, but seems like a lot of iso ball, my turn, your turn, his turn kind of thing. They're not winning no chips like that. Like, again, no that era of basketball where an individual nigga could win a chip, the last nigga to do that was D-Wade. Ain't nobody doing that again. Yes, and he had Shaq. And he had Shaq. But I could say he had Shaq as Shaq was going out the door, but it was still it was still effective Shaq. It was still it was Shaq was still a beast. Shaq was still killing. But even so, like, I could say he stole the show. And mm-hmm. he and he took that team to win it. Cause I wasn't a Miami team that was supposed to win a chip. Either way, even with Shaq, they wasn't supposed to win no chip. Not how I see it. But at the end of the day, man, like no one else is doing. If LeBron couldn't do it, no one else is t- like single handedly by yourself. That shit is done, bro. Yeah, that's not that shit is no more. Done. You're gonna need like a good three all stars. And then it's not even that. When you have them, y'all gotta play as a team. Cause look what Miami, Miami Heat they did that. Remember that? What? Wade, Bosh, and LeBron. Yeah. The first year, and they sucked together the first year compared to what they did moving forward. And then when that's me saying they sucked, they were so nice that they still made it to the fucking finals, my nigga. Hell that was just yeah. so much star power. They still made it to the finals. But they just couldn't... Their chemistry wasn't there. They were playing against the best Mavericks team in the history of... of the Mavericks. Mavericks <laughs> history, bro. Like, it's the best team they ever had, my nigga. Like... Them niggas was wildin', bro. Like, when I look... Yeah, they handled us our ass. Jason Terry was... I know you probably... He was averaging, like, 19 Did you hate Jason Terry? I hated his celebration. Bro, I know you you was probably... When he hit three, he was probably... Jason fucking Terry, bro. Yo, his... He (laughs) He was And he would never miss a celebration. Like, he would celebrate after all of them, like... I still have like flashbacks of him, of him flying that fucking jet celebration and the shit just going to commercial like that and then they show it back in slow motion <laughs> <laughs> like my nigga we get it man. yo he was hype bruh bruh man damn but we got a lot of NBA out today man so what else well fuck what else we gotta talk about man we we'll we'll cover it Let's see the time. We no, I think we good time. right now. Yeah, we've been wilding with the time, ladies. I bet, gentlemen, my bad. I bad, man. We be wilding. Yeah, we this should be about good right now. Two hours, but yeah, yeah, man. It's views from the X, man. You already know, man. Listen to us on SoundCloud, uh, iTunes Store. You already know, Google Play Store. We on there now and shit, man. Facts. Yeah. Head up the Twitter, views underscore X. You yeah, know what I'm saying? Man. You know, and yeah, we be on Twitter sometimes. We might talk some shit. Share the pod. Yeah, yeah, share the pod. For sure, for sure, for sure. Put man. your friends on. Yeah, yeah. We'll appreciate it very, very much. You already know. You know what I'm saying? We appreciate you listening, but... We want your friends on so we can continue going. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? saying? And bring them into the conversation. We all gonna chop it up and shit. You know what I'm saying? Big facts, big facts. Yeah, man, but you already know, man. It's your boy, Do or Die. Do have. And, you know, it's Views Max and got my homie, man. Rory, aka Don't Play Me, Play Third. If fuck your baby, I'm not sorry. Not sorry, man.
Peace. Views. One. I'm done, man. I'm tired. Uh-huh.